Welcome in everybody, welcome to the Sports Culture Podcast. I am your host, Seth, along with my other host, Mark. Say what's up, Mark. What's up, people? Alright, so uh, again, thank you for the support of the past couple episodes, and uh, let's get right into it. So uh, we're going to start off this section. First off, we're not going to talk about anything NBA related. We're going to talk about all NFL, because there's just so much news to get into for the NFL. So we're going to go right into the news. Uh... Aaron Rodgers signed an extension with the Packers. I I thought he was for sure retiring or leaving the Packers. It's reported as four-year, $200 million, but that actually seems false with the 150 mil guaranteed. Pat McAfee said it was false according to his sources, and his source is most likely Aaron Rodgers himself. So, uh, yeah, he's back with the Packers. We'll see if uh, they can win a ring. Do you think he's going to win a uh, ring with the Packers here, Mark? I doubt it, man. Honestly, the Packers. If he wanted to win a ring, he would have left, man. I, that's that's how I feel. But that's uh, if it's true, it's a huge deal. It kind of caught me off guard. 153 million guaranteed, making him the uh, highest paid player ever. So. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember getting the notification and everybody in chat going crazy. That was that definitely caught me off guard. And so did this trade right here, Oof. Russell Westbrook. Or did I just say Russell Westbrook? Russell Wilson <laughs> to the Broncos. I'm kind of depressed right now because, as you know, I'm a Commanders fan. Yeah. Uh, so the details are Russ and a fourth-round pick traded to the Broncos for a 2022 first, 2023 first, 2022 second, 2023 second, a fifth-round pick, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant is a full trade. Oof. What do you think about this trade? It's a huge trade, man. In my opinion, I think it's a win-win. I've I been agree. seeing a lot of stuff like uh, Broncos fleece this, uh, Seahawks fleece that. But honestly, I disagree. I really think it's pretty even. The Seahawks have been like notorious for uh, not being able to draft. So they still have to hit on those picks for it to be a fleece for me. But, you know, Broncos get their QB. Last time they had a vet QB... They went to the. They, a Super they Bowl. went all the way, man. I, so I think they're gonna win yeah. a Super Bowl with Russ at some point. This was perfect for the Broncos. They couldn't land Aaron Rodgers, obviously, so they won the uh, still a top ten quarterback in Russ. He's got another, I think, five years left of prime in him. He's thirty three years old. This was they have such a stacked team around quarterback. This was the best move for them to make, and they're they're gonna be in Super Bowl contention as soon as next year now. So this is a great trade for them. Now Seahawks stuck with Drew Locke as their starting quarterback. Uh, let's talk about how the Commanders apparently had just as good, if not a better offer. They had three first-round picks in their offers and multiple picks across the next three years. But uh, the Seahawks ended up going trading him to the Broncos because they wanted them in the AFC rather than the NFC. And also, Russell Wilson decided he'd rather go to the Broncos than the Commanders. So, as a Commanders fan, I'm hurting really bad right now. But uh, we're going to get Deshaun Watson, so it's all right. I mean, at least you're not a fan of an AFC team because this trade like completely blows up the AFC. It's crazy now. Imagine being a Raiders fan right now. The competition is just wild. But um, I think the AFC West is just going to be... That's the best decision division of football. I don't think there's a debate about it. Yeah, they're just 
insanely stacked. Uh, other shocking news coming out earlier this week. I'm sure everybody has seen this news. Calvin really suspended for at least the 2022 season for betting on NFL games during his quote-unquote mental health break. Uh, now we know why he needed a mental health break. He lost $1,500. Uh, also lost 11 mil. Yeah, 11 mil because he's not going to get paid all this season. I mean, what what's his value now? He's not going to be able to play until 2023, and that's if he's not suspended for longer. He's going to be yeah. almost 29 years old when the 2023 season rolls around. Yeah, it's kind of rough. He only played five games this year. I mean, he can file for grievance in, like, February. But, yeah, it is really, really rough for him. He didn't even get paid right before he was about to get paid. I mean, look, I understand he got to set an example for players, but I think a year is way too long of a suspension for betting on NFL games. Like, you have guys like Tyreek Hill who beat their son and didn't get any any penalties at all. I understand like that's completely different, but a year is way too long. I think a few game suspension and a fine is fine. But that's really unfortunate news for Calvin Ridley. The Falcons could have fleeced the team. They could have ended up trading him to the Eagles or the Patriots or the Browns. Those were some of the teams that had interest. They actually declined all of their offers because they knew that Ridley was about to get suspended for the year. I mean, if I was them, I would have went ahead and just taken their offer and fleeced them. I mean, some good, some good sportsmanship by them. Yeah, I, I also think it's a little harsh. Sixteen game or seventeen games—that's just way too much. Especially he wasn't playing, and he—he bet—he actually bet on the Falcons to win. Yeah, he's betting so, on his team. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think it's a little too harsh, but that's just me. Roger Goodell is a little weird. I agree. With, with his suspensions. But. All right, moving on. We got a lot of tags. Uh, yesterday was the franchise tag deadline. First up, the biggest name, Devontae Adams, obviously. Oh uh, yeah, I pre- we predicted that. That was that was pretty predictable. Yep. With A Rod coming back, you know, obviously they want to keep Devontae. It's just a no brainer, really. Everyone probably saw that coming right when that uh A Rod news broke out. They're probably gonna get him on a long term deal now too. Mm-hmm. Next up, Chris Godwin. Uh, again, tagged for a second year in a row. That one surprised me. I thought he was going to hit the open market for sure. Yeah, he deserves to get paid. But, I mean, it's not a bad thing for him. Like, Tampa is still going to be decent next year. It really depends they if they have Kyle Trask at quarterback. Yeah. Bruce Arians was hyping up Kyle Trask. Don't sleep on him. <laughs> Maybe like Mitchell Trubisky or something. Your homeboy got tagged too. Yep. Speaking of, my guy Mike Kosecki, pretty happy about that as a Dolphins fan. Uh, you know, Mike McDaniels wants to see him for a year. Obviously, it's one of the Dolphins' uh, 
star players. So I think he'll probably get long-term deal next year. But as of right now, he's going to play on that tag. He could file for grievance uh, for a wide receiver money, I heard. Do you think he'll do that? Because he's, he's a horrible blocking tight end. He's really just a receiving tight end. Honestly, I, he's he's said he wanted to be with the Dolphins so badly. But, you know, his agent is also Drew Rosenhaus. So he could go really anyway. Yeah. That dude is that dude steals money, man. He's crazy. It's like half the league signed. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, speaking of blocking, moving on to the trenches, the big boys. Orlando Brown got tagged. Also a no-brainer here. The Chiefs obviously need to retain that from Mahomes. I thought they were going to get a long-term deal done instead of just tagging him, but I guess the, the tag gives them flexibility to get that long-term deal done. Yeah, I'm agreeing with that. Uh, it's going to be interesting what they do with that money. You know, Tyreek Hill needs a new deal soon as well. So they're they're getting to the point where they're going to have to... Make some tough decisions. You know, yeah, they're going to need to free up some cap sooner or later. Uh, another trench bully, Cam Robinson with the Jags, gets twice, uh, tagged again. He was tagged last year. I mean, it's kind of silly, in my opinion. He's not that good because the, the tackle tag is worth a lot i think it's like i think it's in the 20s yeah that's i don't even know if it's cam robinson is a solid player but that's a lot of money to be putting against him yeah i mean they're kind of desperate i guess it's uh 17 mil for alignment yeah it's pretty it's pretty hefty price but maybe they're just using it so they can get him on a good long-term deal yeah, I mean, they drafted him high uh, a few years back, so I guess they're pretty desperate uh, to keep him. Uh, last but not least, Jesse Bates, one of the best safeties in the league. The best safety, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that, but there's some, you know, there's always some convos. Oh, yeah. About, Make a Fitzpatrick you know, up better. there. Don't talk about Minka. Don't talk about Minka, man. <laughs> yeah, but I love Jesse Bates. I'm a huge fan. I wanted him in Miami a few years back. We got Javon Holland now. It's cool. He's good. But yeah, Jesse Bates uh, definitely deserves a long-term deal. I'm thinking he'll be he'll get one by next offseason from the Bengals. Yeah, he's a huge part of that defense. So uh, good on them for retaining him. Uh, I mean, we have a... A separate section just for the Cowboys to talk about all these moves they're making and how much of an idiot Jerry Jones is. Don Schultz was tagged. Don Schultz is one of the most overrated players in the league, in my opinion. He's a he's just a safety blanket. Many tight ends in the league can do what he does. I mean, if Blake Jarwin stays healthy, he he can do exactly what Don Schultz does for the same uh for cheaper obviously i mean the tight end tag is what 11 mil oh uh, yeah i think it's like 10.6 or something like that's that. that's just way too hefty of a price for me to tag dalton schultz they're also expected to cut amari cooper and they might cut demarcus lawrence because he's refusing to take a pay cut so if they cut those two players they're effectively choosing dalton schultz 
and Michael Gallup over Amari Cooper and Demarcus Lawrence. Like that just doesn't make any sense to me. What's your thoughts on that? I think Jerry Jones is also an idiot. <laughs> like Dalton Schultz, I, honestly, I think he would have got paid more than eleven mil in the open market because you know if a team like the Jets, team, a team like the Jets yeah, could get desperate. There's always some team out there who's willing to overpay. Like you always get shocked by a deal. It's just bound to happen in a league like this. But yeah, the Amari Cooper news really shocked me. Like I really was not expecting that at all. Uh, they opened up. 22 mil the other day by uh, restructuring contracts with Dak Prescott and Zach Marson, Martin. So that could be interesting. They could make a lack, uh, a last-minute push on that. But Amari Cooper in the open market's honestly pretty huge. I'm a... You you know I'm a, an Amari Cooper hater. I do not think he's as good yeah. as people make him out to be. But choosing him and Choosing uh sorry Gallup and Schultz over him and Dio is just it's such an idiotic move. So if that's actually what they're doing, Jerry Jones uh needs to make some answers here. Speaking of Amari Cooper on the open market, I really hope my commanders don't go after him. There's reports that we are going to, but I really, I mean, we got to pay Terry McLaurin at some point over this next year. We have Critter Samuel as a second option. I mean, what is the point of paying him? Because Amari Cooper is going to demand at least, like, what, 16, 17 mil in the open market, you think? Yeah, I think he'll probably get about 16. But again, he's also another player like Dalton Schultz who's probably going to get overpaid by some team. Yep, I agree. So it's going to be really interesting. It's going to, you know, change up the whole uh, wide receiver market, especially with Godwin and Adams coming off. It's going to be really interesting. I agree Moving there. on, we got a um, few people who are hitting the open market, a few cuts, a few extensions. Uh, starting off, linebacker Zedarius Smith expected to get released by the Packers. That's kind of surprising um, to me. Yeah, it was a little surprising, but i kind of seen it for a while. Like, two years ago, you know, the Smith duo was pretty profound. Now it's kind of on the back end. I think they need to make up some money for A-Rod as well. I think he was getting paid a little bit. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do to get um, your quarterback back. Yeah, he's one of those things that had to happen, unfortunately for him. I mean, actually, it's not a bad thing because he's going to have a pretty big market. He could land with oh, someone yeah, he's, like he's gonna get a payday Chiefs from someone. or someone. Yeah. Um, speaking of receivers, we're just talking about the market. Allen Robinson... Uh, is expected to move on from the Bears. They're not expected to bring him back at all. So he's going to hit the open market. Yeah, they didn't franchise tag him, so he's he's free for the first time in uh, quite some time. Um, defensive end Emmanuel Ogba is going to hit the open market per his agency. Um, he stated he wanted to return to the Dolphins, so it's not out of the question. He might go back, but, you know, he wants to gauge his options. He's going to have a really big market as well. I know you're scared about this one. Yeah, I am a little scared because I do see a team overpaying for him, and I think that's going to scare off the Dolphins. I think ultimately they're going to lose him. But he is a huge part. Like, the scheme helps him so much. He's a huge part of that defense. So 
It's going to be interesting for him, the Dolphins, see what happens. So that'd be a big loss for y'all's defense. Yeah, man. I'm kind of dreading it, honestly. <laughs> um, now, extensions. Uh, pretty big ones. Two pretty big ones here. First off, Mike Williams. Three years, 60 mil extension with the Chargers. Holy overpay. He is, yeah, I do agree it's an overpay. I, we talked about this last episode. I did think he was going to return to the Chargers, though. Not on a um, big deal like that. I mean, 20 but, million per year? That's. Yeah, it's, he's just too inconsistent with me. He really just turned elite like he, this year. He had a great year, but, but he, like, can you yeah. really trust that to continue? No, like I said it last episode, 2019, he had 1,000 yards on the dot, 90 targets. 2021, he gets 129 targets. This is 39 more targets we're talking about. 39 whole more targets and he only gets 150 more yards like it's just he's just too inconsistent he's, he's not he is a really big part of that offense though i was really I excited think, for the josh palmer breakout though i thought he, i love josh yeah, palmer i mean they still need they still need a guy it's only a wide receiver three you know keenan allen like it's clamped up all the time he's, he's getting just getting doubled. not clamps but he's getting doubled all the time which is uh you know, he deserves to be doubled he's a nasty route runner i think he's what 29 maybe even 30 who keenan allen yeah yeah i think he's 30 actually yeah so he's getting up in there in age he turns 30 uh before this season starts so yeah he's 30 yeah i think herbert needs those uh jump balls though and they were kind of in a desperate spot so just gotta hope he think, stays healthy. Yeah, honestly, I think it's a good move for the Chargers. It is a slight overpay, in my opinion, but you have to do what you have to do, like we said earlier. It's just one of those things. Uh, a big, big contract on the defensive end. Harold Landry for the Titans comes back five years, eighty-eight million. I think that's worth it. Yeah. So also a huge deal for them. Um, he's a great player. He's 24, which, you know, that was going to change up the market a lot for players like Emmanuel Ogba, just because of that youth. You know, it really gives him an edge over some of the defensive guys in the market. Yeah. But I really the, like that for the Titans. Well, that's like he's, 17 and a half mil per year. That's, that's a very hefty contract. I was expecting like 15 and a half mil per year. But uh, I Honestly, think, I think that's a it. snag, though. He's I, young. It's definitely worth it, yeah. Like, the mark, the way the market is today, it's like, like for example, uh, you know, one of my favorite players in the league, Xavier Howard. He's been having contract problems literally every year just because of how the market changes and how much money uh, increases every year with these deals. So it's just one of those things. I think they got him on a good deal, honestly, because. If you think about it, three years, he's that's going to be worth, like, someone his stature is probably getting, like, 21 Yeah, three years. So, he's definitely worth it, too. He's he's missed one game in his career. He's just really, really good player. He fits that scheme pretty well as, as well. Um, we got a little, little re-sign here. Uh, Lions bring back Josh Reynolds. I really like Josh Reynolds. Yeah, I feel like he's a little he's sneakily underrated. Yeah, he's solid. He's solid. 
it used to be one of my favorite players in the Madden franchise to get who's so fast. <laughs> um, um, he's he's pretty good last year for you know wide receiver three, four hundred yards, two touchdowns, played like seven games. Not bad at all. Yeah, that's not a bad. Think, that's not a bad re-sign by the Lions. I think it's good for him. Gets a little bag, you know, six million a year. We got one of the bigger cuts here now. Bobby Wagner released by the Seahawks, and I'm just saying, I feel, I feel for the Seahawks fans, so bad right now. Even though you know he's been on a slight decline the last few years. Russ too, honestly, they've both been on the back end of their careers now. But they, I think they still got some gas left in the tank. I don't know. I don't um, think Bobby Wagner does. I mean, in my opinion, this is a great move by the Seahawks. Um, Listen, I know there's some people who look at his name and still think he's great, but the truth is Bobby Wagner is not that good anymore. I mean, in my opinion, he's average at best. He, the plays he makes is literally just tackling running backs and tight ends who get big chunk plays. If you watch him, that's all he does. He's not good in pass coverage, and he's not really a good run defender anymore. And he was... He was going to be twenty million against the Seahawks cap. He was going to have a twenty million cap hit this year, and he only had three point seven mil dead cap. So this is a excellent move for the Seahawks. They're saving over sixteen million dollars in cap space by making this move. So I know the Seahawks fans are mad and sad. I would be too because he's been one of your best players for a decade. But uh, this move was very critical for the Seahawks. They had to make it. Yeah, I definitely agree. They was making way too much money for them. Uh, they're also expected to try to trade Tyler Lockett, which is also, you know... That'd be a great move. They they need a clear house, honestly. Like Yeah, they're going rebuild they need mode. A hit. They need a hit on these picks or trade for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I did. he is uh, rumored to be linked to them, so... Yeah, they just need to keep their youth, honestly, and try to, um, you know, build their trenches up for whoever that next guy is. Yeah, but they're, they're definitely going to rebuild mode. I think Tyler Lockett, if they trade him, that would be great. He's 30 years old, mm-hmm. and he's making a lot of money, too. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. They need to move on with him, try to go a little younger there. Um, we got a little one. Josh Gordon resigns with the Chiefs. He seems to be really happy to be back in uh, Kansas City. Good for him for uh, finding a little home there. Yeah, you know, Josh Gordon, insane amounts of potential back in his day. Um, he's kind of just floating around now. You know, every every year he just comes back with a different team for a few games. Yeah. Yeah, he could have been uh, one of the best wide receivers. Not maybe not one of the best, but probably a top ten wide receiver in the league if he uh, stayed off the weed. But uh, he couldn't do that. So I mean, if he was a rookie last year, it would have been fine. Yeah. Now this shit's just okay. <laughs> it's kind of unfortunate for him. But uh, moving on, uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, the last of our free agent uh, predictions. Free agent linebackers, free agent cornerbacks, and free agent safeties. Starting out with linebackers. Uh, it's a pretty good free agent class for linebackers. 
Um, at the top of the list, we got first-team All-Pro linebacker from last year, Devondre Campbell, 28 years old, free agent for the Packers. I mean, he racked up 146 tackles, six tackles for loss, six quarterback hits, two sacks, two forced fumbles, and two interceptions. He was a great run defender. He was solid in pass defense as well. He will be 29 when the 2022 season starts, so he'll... It's not too old for a linebacker, but it's getting up there in age a little bit, but he's going to get paid. Um, I'm thinking he's going to go to Washington, a three-year deal worth about $10 million annually. I think that's a great home for him. Washington needs a linebacker, and he can help solidify that linebacker group, that defense in general, and uh, form a Really good duo with him and Cole Holcomb there. I think that's a good fit. Where do you think he's going to end up? Yeah, I honestly really like that spot for him. Uh, I'm pretty high on Devondre Campbell. I, I don't know why, honestly. I'm just a fan of his. <laughs> but um, no, Last year he did pretty good. Two picks, two sacks, chilling. But the tackles are a big part of his game. He's, you know, he's all over the field. I honestly really like that spot for him in uh, Washington. And he's, he's not one of those people who just get tackled because he waits there and waits for the running back to get to him. He makes tackles because he's an elite run defender who finds the running back and plugs those holes. So he's a he's a great run defender. Uh, next up, we got Foyesaday Olukon, a uh, young stud linebacker for the, for the Falcons. Former sixth-round pick. He really broke out last year. He was... He's an elite weapon at linebacker. He was one of the better linebackers in the league, I think, last year. He's used in all phases of the game a linebacker and is such an elite run defender. Last year, he had 192 tackles. I believe he led the league in tackles with that. Four tackles for loss, seven quarterback hits, two sacks, a fourth fumble, and three interceptions. He's 26 years old, young, and he's going to get paid big time. He has so much time to improve. I think he's going to end up leaving the Falcons because I think the Falcons aren't going to want to pay him the money he's going to get. I think he's going to actually go to the Jets on a three-year deal worth about $9.5 million per year. I think that's a good fit for him. Jets desperately need a linebacker. And I think the Jets are up and coming. I think he'll be willing to go to a team like the Jets. And I think the Jets are going to give him uh, the biggest contract. Where do you think he's going to end up? I also like that spot for him, man. Foyasada Luakon, really uh, underrated linebacker in the league, up and coming. He had a great year last year. He deserves he deserves to get paid. I honestly think he'll get a little more than, than 9.5. He might. He might. Uh, next up, we got uh, Alexander Johnson. He uh 30 years old now, free for the Broncos. He just came into the NFL at such a late age. I think he came into the NFL at 27 years old. He really broke out in 2020 at the age of 29. And uh, last year, he was expected to be keep on that breakout. But he unfortunately, his season got cut last season. He only ended up playing six games. In those six games, he had 32 tackles, two tackles for loss, two quarterback hits, and two sacks. He's a run-stuffing monster and... I think the Broncos are going to end up wanting to keep him. I don't think he's going to get paid too much because he's 30 years old and 
he's not great in pass defense, but he's a run-stuffing monster. So I think the Broncos are going to end up re-signing him on a three-year deal with five, maybe six. I think the max would be seven mil annually. What do you think is going to happen with Alexander Johnson this offseason? I also agree he's going to stay there. Uh, you know, he has he has a lot of passion for the game. Uh, as you say, he did come into the league kind of late, but I feel like that helps him in a sense. You know, as a vet, you want that. Uh, he's 30 now. Like, but he has the I think he does have the ability to start on a team still. You know, oh, yeah, for Broncos, sure. Oh, no, he's like, definitely a starter. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I don't see why the Broncos wouldn't want to retain him, but uh, I think that they're getting a new staff, so it's like one of those things. It might be in limbo a little bit, but yeah, I do see them bringing him back. It's just good, good match for both sides, honestly. Next up, we got Anthony Barr, 29 years old, uh, free agent for the Vikings. I think Anthony Barr is a name that a lot of people have kind of forgotten about. Because he's been injured the last couple of years. He only played two games in 2020 and uh, played 11 in uh, 2021. In those 11 games, he had 72 tackles, three tackles for loss, six quarterback hits, two and a half sacks, and three interceptions. I mean, you're looking at that. that would, if he would have played all 17 games, that would have been a great season. But unfortunately, his injuries cut it short. I think his market value is going to be a little bit down due to the recent injuries. But uh, I think the Vikings are going to want to retain him on a deal. He's going to get on a discount for the Vikings uh, due to his recent injuries. So I think he's going to resign with the Vikings on a two-year deal worth about $7.5 million per year. I think that's a solid contract for him, especially with his injuries. Uh, do you think he's going to end up resigning with the Vikings or going somewhere else? Uh, in my opinion, I think he's going to go somewhere else. I do like the money, though. I think he's worth just about that, you know, 5 to 8 mil. Is as you said, you know, he's been hurt. Really, no one really uh, has talked about him recently. Honestly, the last thing I remember about Anthony Barr is him swerving the Jets back in like 2018. <laughs> I remember just, that. It was when he was a free agent, right? He was just off a of Pro Bowl year. C.J. Mosley signed there, and he was like, you know what, I'm coming too. And then I think he just swerved him and never showed up. <laughs> I remember that. I think a team like. The Broncos or the Eagles could use him tremendously. The Broncos, of course, if you know they don't bring back uh, Alexander Johnson, but I really like the Eagles for him. I like the Eagles for him a lot too. Yeah, that defense. You know, they have a lot of holes there. I know safety is a big one for them right now, but you know, bringing a vet linebacker for cheap wouldn't be the worst idea for them. Yeah, you know, he could really be in, in control of that defense there. I do like that spot a lot. I mean. Eagles best linebackers, Alex Singleton, maybe TJ Edwards. I mean, they're linebackers. It's probably the worst linebacker group in the in the league. Uh, so they, they have a big hole to fill there. Anthony Barr, good veteran. Uh, won't be too expensive due to his recent injuries. So I think that's a good spot for him. Next up, we got Kaiser White. He's 25 years old. Uh, free agent for the Chargers. I love Kyler White. He's one of my favorite linebackers in the league. He's a young stud. He's a very excellent coverage linebacker. And in 2021, he really elevated his run defense. He ended up putting up 144 tackles, seven tackles for loss, four quarterback hits, a sack, and two interceptions. If I'm the Chargers, I'm trying to re-sign him, give him the money he wants, and hoping Kenneth Murray can develop with him. 
because Kenneth Murray had like an up and down rookie season. But I think uh, him and Kaiser White could end up being a very good young linebacker duo for the future. I think Kaiser signs, resigns with the Chargers on a four-year deal worth about seven million dollars per year. Do you think he's going to resign with them? No, uh, I don't. I think someone's going to steal him from. Him. I didn't even know Kaiser White was a free agent. By the way, he's a great player, very underrated, up and coming, handsome young man. He's very handsome. Uh, I like. I think he's actually going to make a little more than seven seven mil. He could. I I think I do agree. Maybe a team sweeps in and offers just an offer the Chargers cannot put up. But I think the Chargers are going to end up resigning. Where do you think they're going to go, though? Uh, I really like the Bengals for him. Him yeah. and Logan Wilson would be a dirty duo. Yeah, Bengals have a little bit of money. I think the problem with the Chargers for him is they don't have a lot of cap right now. They, uh, they just brought back Mike Williams as it is. They didn't have a lot of money. I that think they true. need to focus on bigger things over there. I think a team like you know the Dolphins or the Bengals could uh, probably swoop in. Maybe even the Jets. But yeah, I think he's out of there. So his market's going to be pretty nice. Or a team like the Jets could swoop in and sign him. But yeah, he's going to have a pretty... Uh, good market for him to you know pick and choose where he wants to go. Yeah, I agree. I think he's gonna have a big market. Young, great coverage linebacker, and finally elevated run defense. Uh, next up, we got Dante Hightower. Um, Thirty-one years old, free agent for the Patriots. He's obviously not as good as he once was, but he can still play a role on a team. I think it may be more of a mentor role, but he's gonna get starter snaps on a team. I think he's going to end up re-signing with the Patriots on a one-year deal worth about maybe $5 million per year. Not a big deal. Not getting paid much, but just enough to keep him on the team as that mentor and decent starter. Where do you think he's going to end up? Yeah, I agree with that. Sounds a high time, pretty respected player. Uh, you know, Patriots just cut Kyle Van Noy a few days ago. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we've... I, f- I forgot to uh, mention that. Yeah, it just came off the top of my head talking about the Patriots. Uh, yeah, Kyle Vinoy did get cut. This is pretty surprising. Um, you know, he's been bouncing around, around like the last three years. But yeah, I, I don't see why the Patriots wouldn't want to retain him. You know, he's a pretty good leader. Yeah, I agree there. I agree there. He's definitely uh, he's just. A- just one of the core pieces of the Patriots. I don't. I don't think he's ever going to leave them. I think he'll stick around as a just a veteran piece to have around the locker room, and uh, he'll he'll be a decent starter for at least the next few years. Yep. Moving on to cornerbacks. Um, the big one here, J.C. Jackson, twenty-six years old. The Patriots. Um, he's expected to hit the open market. You know, he just priced himself out in New England, which is fair because he definitely deserves um, some good money. Um, he, I think he does have the most picks since like 2018. I think it was 24 or something like that. But Xavier Howard does have the most since like 2016. By one more, just saying. <laughs> Xavier Howard, my goat. I remember yeah, he's he gonna have another like, conversation. Oh yeah, man. 
That was, that was a great season by him. Anyway, back to JC. He's going to have a huge market. Um, probably going to get big money. He wants more than Ramsey. He, yeah, he wants to be the highest paid in the league, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. I don't know if he's going to get that. But, you know, he probably will. Some team nice would have been. It's funny how these guys get paid. Like, some team with no money would probably just sign him for, like, <laughs> 25 mil. But, yeah, he's going to have a huge market. I, I, don't, um, I, don't, I, saw, I don't blame the Patriots for letting him go. No, not at all. Uh, I think he's going to go... You know, it's a lot of spots. Dolphins, Bengals. You know, the Jets could be in, in play. But I think he goes to the Bengals. I agree. You know, exactly I don't where know I how much going. he's going to get. But you know, he's, he's going to get a lot of money. I'm going there I, on a four-year deal worth uh, 20 mil per year. Does, does that make him the highest paid in the league? Um, I'm not sure. Let me see. Jalen Ramsey is a half league right now, right? Nah, he gets uh, five years, 100 mil, so it's like the same amount. Oh, okay. Um, he has a 23 cap hit this year, so. Yeah, I think that's the close. price tag. I mean, he gets like the guaranteed money will boost him. Or yeah. Whatever. It'd be like a Trent, uh, Trent Williams type of thing, probably. Yeah, I mean, JC Jackson is great. Top 68 quarterback in the league, in my opinion. Probably the best ball hawk in the league but uh yeah i don't blame the Patriots for letting him go he's not top three top five he's not uh the one one of the best coverage quarterbacks in the league so yeah i don't blame him for letting him go next up um former teammate of jc jackson used to line up across from him stefan gilmore He's 31 now. Got traded to the Panthers this year at the trade deadline, I believe. For like the sixth or something. Yeah. He's making a lot of money. Or he was making a lot of money. Um, I like him to stay with the Panthers, honestly. Cause, you know, he's from North Carolina. You know, hometown hero. He probably wants to stay there as well. Uh, he's not going to be that expensive. I'm not sure how much money the Panthers have. But I would sign him for two years. Um... Probably like 10 mil, maybe a little less. So he's kind of old. He's been battling some injuries. Yeah, recently. I don't know how yeah. good those knees are anymore. But I would definitely retain him just because of the fact that J.C. Jackson, you know, needs that mentor. I think J.C. Jackson's – not J.C. Jackson, J.C. Horn. I think his ceiling is huge. I'm a huge fan of his. So yeah, J.C. Horn is I think great. It's just, I think it's good for everyone in the Panthers building to keep him. Um, I do think I do think that end up leaving. Um, I mean, it's fair to know how much Gilmore has regressed because of age injuries, and uh, but he's still a fringe top ten cornerback. So I don't think I don't think his price tag will be that big though. I think he goes to the Forty ers on a two year deal worth like thirteen mil per year. It's not too expensive, not too cheap either though. But yeah, I think he's gonna leave. Uh, moving on, another another guy on Stefan Gilmer's stature, pretty respected guy in the league. 32 years old from the Raiders, Casey Hayward. Used to be a pretty good player. 
I didn't even know he was on the Raiders, to be honest. <laughs> I loved Casey Hayward last year, man. He yeah, was... he used to be on the Chargers, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was a huge fan of his when he was on the Chargers. Man, last year he was... I can't believe you forgot he was on the Raiders and didn't really Not watch really. him last year. He was, in my opinion, he was top eight last year. And that's pretty impressive for him being 32 years old. Just a few examples. He allowed just... 57% of his 56 targets to be completed. And uh, only 7.6 yards per target. So I, I think he's going to re-sign with the Raiders on a two-year deal. Worth like 6 mil per year. I don't think he's going to be expensive at all. So do you think he's going to stay then or leave? I agree with you on that there. Makes Moving sense. on. Carlton Davis, one of the drippiest corners in the league, honestly. <laughs> he's his, very drippy. Yeah, his drip game undefeated. Um, he was huge for the Bucks uh, last season. He's pretty young. Him, you know, Bucks really need that um, that defensive presence, especially with their D line being so good. You know, it just helps to have good corners. Like, every team wants those good corners, especially if you can keep them for a long time. I think him and uh, Dean are pretty good across from each other. Honestly, I think he stays with the Bucks. You yeah, know, they he, brought he that, could. They brought back their receivers. Ryan Jensen's probably hitting the market. So, uh, you know, next up. Carlton Davis is right there. So, what do you think about that? I mean, I think Carl Dave, Carlton Davis is solid. I think he's he's a he's a very good man man quarterback, and he's young. And he was one of the few good defensive backs for the Bucks last year. But I do think the Bucks are going to make the mistake of letting him go because I think he's going to get uh, more money than they want to give him. I actually think he's going to resign a uh, or not resign. I think he's going to sign with the Patriots to uh, try to replace J.C. Jackson. I don't think he's going to be ever be good enough to do that. But uh, he's really good man-to-man. I think he's going to sign with them on a four-year deal worth about 15 mil per year, so he's going to get a pretty hefty price, I think. agree with that. That's, uh, you know, definitely deserves it. A lot of these markets are so big on these players this year just because they're so important. A lot of skilled players. Yeah. Like, next up, Darius Williams. Pretty good cornerback, too. I think he's going to the Patriots. He's, you think 10, he's going to leave? No. Yeah. You know, he's at a, you know, he's at like a middle point in his career. 27. He's going to be 28 by the time the season starts. So... I think he wants to go out, explore his options. He's definitely going to hit the open market. He could go back to the Rams. Uh, where do you think he's gone? I, I don't think the Rams are going to let him go. I mean, the Rams have shown how valuable they think he is to the team. They gave him a first-round tender recently, or last year I think it was. Uh, so I think he's going to re-sign with the Rams on a three-year deal with about 12 mil per year. I just think the Rams are going to match and top every single offer that the market throws to him. Obviously, if it gets too big, like 14, 15 mil per year, they won't. 
but I think the most um, somebody in the market would give him is 12. So I think the Rams would at least match that, and I think he would end up going back to the Rams if they give him that top money that he wants. Uh, so I think that wraps it up for the cornerbacks. Moving on uh, to the safeties, free agent safeties. This is actually a very good uh, free agent safety class. At the top of it, in my opinion at least, the top of it is uh, Quandre Diggs. It would have been Jesse, Beats, Jesse, Jesse Bates at the top of it, but he got franchise tag. So the top of it, in my opinion, is Quandre Diggs, 29 years old, free agent for the Seahawks. He was a top five safety in the league last year, I think. He's He suffered a broken fibula in the last game of the season, so that may hurt his market value a little bit. So I do think he's going to end up re-signing with the Seahawks, partially because of that injury. But I think he's going to re-sign with them on a three-year deal worth about 12 mil per year. It's pretty good money for his safety. Yeah, I, I love Quandre Diggs. Him and Jamal Adams is, I think, definitely the best safety do in the league. What do you think about Diggs? Honestly, I agree with everything you just said. I'm a huge fan of Quandre Diggs. He's, you know, he's a team guy. He's a great player. Uh, highly respected. I also think he's going to save the Seahawks. Uh, he loves Seattle. He's shown that. Uh, his injury was really unfortunate. Kind of tainted his value a little bit. Um, I think if he does hit the open market, though, he's still going to, you know, have a lot of interest. Yeah, he'll have. No, he's going to have plenty of interest. I just think the Seahawks are going to offer him the most money. Yeah, I think that injury just hurts. I definitely agree. I know he wants to stay there. Yeah, I did loves, say he wanted to stay there. Said, so that's part yeah, of the he said reason a lot I of times he loves Seattle. Yeah. Which, I mean, Seattle might let him go just because they're going to rebuild mode now and he's 29 years old. But uh, he wants to stay there top five safety, at least in my opinion. So I didn't end up staying. Next up, we got Marcus Williams, a younger guy, 25 years old, free for the safeties. One of the best ball hawk safeties in the league. So he's going to demand a decent amount of money since he's young. I think he does leave the Saints. I don't think the Saints are going to give him what he wants. But I think he's going to get a way better team. I think they're going to end up signing with the Chiefs. To uh, Spoiler alert for the next safety. I have Tyron Matthew leaving the Chiefs. So I think he's going to go to the Chiefs to replace Tyron Matthew. And I think he's going to go there on a four-year deal worth about 15 mil per year. So pretty hefty price for a safety. What's your opinion on that? I like Marcus Williams. been a really big fan of him. Him and Von Bell. Uh, used to be really fun to watch, like two years ago. On the Saints, that duo was pretty nice, yeah. Yeah, especially when they were, you know, they were in the back end of their their playoff runs, but you know it was still pretty exciting. Um, I actually think he's going to the Eagles. That's a good destination for him as well. Like I said earlier, you know, the safety is a big spot for them, big hole for them to fill. Um, especially if they're trying to, uh, you know, I heard a lot of stuff they're gonna try to go. Uh, into the draft with an offensive um, mindset. So free agency might be a better spot for them to fill some defensive holes. I think Marcus Williams going there four years, 15 mil as well. It's a pretty good deal for him. He might get a little more just because his market's going to be pretty big. Huge. Yeah. You know, he's 25 and he's competing with guys on the market like the Jets in there, the Eagles in there, the Chiefs. A lot of teams. Yeah, he has a huge market. So I, I think Philly is going to be the spot that pursues him the most. I don't know if they'll get it done. 
but I think Philly is going to be a big one for him. I do like that fit a lot, especially if the Eagles take an offensive approach in the draft. That's a good fit. Yep. Um, next up, as I said, we have Tyron Matthew, 29 years old, free agent for the Chiefs. The Honey Badger has been a vital piece of the Chiefs defense for a pretty long time now. I do think he's a little bit overrated, but uh, yeah, I think his time in uh, Kansas City is over. I think uh, the Chargers have a pretty big need of safety, so I think he's going to end up signing with them. I think they're going to give him the, that money he demands. I think they're going to sign with the Chargers on a three-year deal worth about 14 mil per year. Oh. I think that's a good price tag for him, and uh, I think the Chargers is an excellent fit for him. What do you think about that? I honestly really like that spot. Uh, I heard a lot about, uh, you know, New Orleans was a big one. Like, Baltimore is going to have some buzz. But his market, another player is going to be huge. He's going to be 30 before this season, so he's getting up there um, in age. But He seems you know, a lot a great, younger than he is. Yeah, he's a great player. He has so much uh, gas left in the tank. I honestly... I think the Chiefs are going to get it done with him. You know, he wants to stay there. Mahomes and him have talked a lot about Kansas City in the past, like, publicly. Um, you know, he wants to be there. They want him there, obviously. I think Kansas City is going to manage to get it done because they always find a way. Like, I don't know how they do it, but they do it. But if he doesn't, um, if he doesn't get re-signed by the Chiefs, which is very possible and you know, expected at this point. I think the Ravens could be a good spot for him. You know, I I think he's going to be one of these players that um, people think he's going to get a lot more than he actually does. Yeah, I could say that. I think Baltimore could definitely afford him. I think they might go after him pretty heavy. I, I do think he'll stay with the Chiefs if they don't get a safety and free agency like Marcus Williams or Quandre Diggs. Yeah. So he could very well stay with the Chiefs. Uh, coming up next on the list, we got... Devin McCourty, old-timer, 34 years old, uh, free agent for the Patriots, one of the main pieces of the Patriots' recent dynasty that we all know of. He's still a good safety at his age. I mean, 34 years old. He's not going to demand too much because of his age. So, I mean, I think he's only going to sign on, like, a one-year deal because he's probably going to retire soon. I think it'll be like a one-year deal worth like $8 million just to uh, get him back in the locker room as a veteran presence. He'll still start. So uh, the McCordy twins will still be... Wait. Is his brother still on the Patriots? Uh, no, he's on the Dolphins I last forgot. year. Actually. I forgot he left. That's yeah. right. But yeah, so I think Devin McCordy will end up staying... Uh, for another year, and I think you'll retire after that. Actually, what do you think about him? Yeah, I agree with that for sure. He's, you know, he's 35. It's not much left for him to do. Uh, I like him with the Patriots for one year, or I could see the Rams definitely just picking him up. Yes, yeah, since you know, they like just had Eric, Eric Weddle. Yeah, Eric Weddle type deal. Yeah, exactly. That's actually a pretty good. Know. Pretty good. He's pretty respected right in the league. You know, if you play for the Patriots for that long, you're gonna be. Highly respected. Yeah, especially uh, you know, starting team for the guy, Patriots for that long. Really smart football player. Him and his brother are both really smart football players. So I think one of those teams will just bring him around for one year. I agree there. Uh, next up, we got Marcus May. Marcus May is... How old is... 
Oh, sorry about that. All right. Mark Smith, 28 years old, free agent for the Jets. Uh, I don't think the Jets are going to even try to retain him. He's been, uh, him and the Jets have been butting heads for a little bit now. Yeah. So I don't, like I don't, two years yeah, I don't think, uh, he's going to be back there. I don't think the Jets are going to really go after him. And I don't think, uh, he's going to want to return there. He's, uh, he's not too old, but he's not very young either. So, but he's going to have a pretty big market. I think, actually think that's where the Eagles would go. I think the Eagles are going to end up swooping uh, Mark Smay up on like a two-year deal where it's, where it's like thir- not 11 to 13 mil annually so they can fill out that need at safety. Where do you think he's going to end up? I think this could be another Baltimore guy. Um, you know, so he's a little better than um, whoever I said was about to go to Baltimore. But uh, it's actually his birthday today. Happy birthday, Marcus May. Oh, wow. 29 years old. That's funny. Uh, yeah, him and the Jets have been at it for a few years now, like three years. He, uh, he just overrates they, himself, I think. Him, and, you know, he didn't want to really play on that tag. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, he can't really overrate himself anymore because I feel like they kind of wasted, you know, his prime a little bit. I think. I agree. He had that. He had that one year. He's really good. One of the best, uh, you know, corner uh, safeties in the league. Now it's kind of over. I think that was back in like 2018. Yeah. Or 2019. Sorry. So yeah, it's kind of sad uh, for him. But yeah, definitely not going back to the Jets. I think it could be. Uh, a nice plug-in guy for two years, maybe for a team like, uh, you know, Ravens or the Rams. I don't think, I don't really see the Eagles going after him. It's, you know, I think they want to get young, young guys, young good studs. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Sports Culture Podcast. Uh, make sure to go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at Sports Culture Podcast. And uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whichever one you guys listen to. Uh, With that being said, we'll see you all next week.